Hello, people. Welcome back to the Catholic Traveler podcast. My name is Mountain. So I am relaunching the Catholic Traveler podcast, and I'm doing it for a very specific reason. It's because I want to cover the Lenten Station Churches of Rome again. And the last time I recorded this, I think it was in 2021, and that was at the height of the pandemic here in Rome. And so those episodes have become kind of dated because we talk about lockdowns and which churches are open and what's allowed and things like that. And I wanted to have something that was a bit more timeless that people can listen to because those podcasts are still downloaded hundreds of times a week. Um, So it's going to be a little different because number one, it's just me. And number two, I wanted to do it differently. I wanted to actually record on location. So rather than in my home studio, I'm gonna be recording live from the station churches. And so I don't know how that's gonna translate to podcast, radio, uh, but I thought it would be neat for you, the listener, to be able to hear the sounds of Rome. And I think sometimes that's gonna be great. You might hear like, when I open a door in a church, maybe it'll creak and that'll sound kind of cool. Maybe we'll get some bells in the background. Um, so I think it's gonna be good sometimes and sometimes it's probably gonna be bad. Like maybe people walk in and start talking. Maybe an ambulance goes by and you gotta deal with the sirens. Although it's kind of cool to hear the Rome sirens when you're missing Rome. Um, So I think it'll be good and bad. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, But as you may know, right now I'm walking by a fountain. So you can hear the water in a fountain outside of a church. But as you may know, if you've listened before or if you're new here, I have a big devotion to the Lenten Station Churches of Rome. Um, And this is a pilgrimage that dates back, I don't even know when it started originally, but it was Pope St. Gregory the Great who established the Order of the Churches, and it had already been going on a long time before him. And so it's the whole idea of the Lenten Station Pilgrim Churches was the Pope every day would go to a different church in the city to honor um, early martyrs of the church, so like the early Roman martyrs. And these are people like from the first century, people that took in Peter or Paul when they came to Rome. And eventually they were killed for their faith uh, in usually horrific ways, like you know having their skin ripped off, things like that, just terrible ways to die. But they did, they, they died and they died for Christ. And so the idea was to go to these churches to visit where these martyrdoms happened or where these saints lived or where the saints are buried. And so the Pope would go to a different church every day of Lent, celebrate Mass. And, you know, that tradition kind of fell out of popularity for a while. Uh, There was really no one living in Rome, so people weren't doing the station churches as much. And then it picked up again a couple hundred years later. And now it's a big deal. Like, it's a big deal in Rome. So when people go to the station churches, uh, there are people that come to Rome just for that. Um, The masses at the station churches are usually uh, celebrated with a cardinal or in today's church, or in the case of today's church, uh, the Pope. So the Pope comes to the church today. So I mentioned the Pope St. Greg the Great, he would go to every church, and a lot of popes, they would go to every church, but that's a lot of work. So these days, it's just the first church where the Pope goes. Um, So today's church, we should get to that, is Santa Sabina. Now, when Gregory the Great was Pope, uh, the plague was happening in Rome, 
And the plague was so bad then that people would do uh, processions around the city and they were so sick that they would die during the procession. Like that's how bad the plague was. So Gregory the Great sought refuge uh, from Rome up on the Aventine Hills. So that's one of the original seven hills of Rome. If you know the story of the founding of Rome, Romulus and Remus washed ashore. Uh, two twins, Romulus lived on Palatine Hill. His brother Remus lived on Aventine Hill. And they kind of fought over who had the better hill. And eventually Romulus won and killed his brother and named the city Rome. Um, so kind of a, a, a nice legend, you know, the, the founding of Rome starts off with a guy killing his brother. But anyway, that's what Aventine Hills, one of the seven hills of Rome, one of the most beautiful. So Gregory the Great thought that this was the gem of the Aventine, this church, Santa Sabina, and it was built over the home of a woman named Sabina. So that's how a lot of these churches got their name. They were built over a house church from someone who opened their home to let the Christians in. He considered this church, because it's on a hill, a bit of a pilgrimage to get to, because you had to walk up one of the steep hills of Rome to get up here. So he considered it like a mini penance to start the beginning of the Lenten season. Um, the church that we are in today, Santa Sabina, was built in the 5th century, so in the 400s. It was restored a few hundred years later, um, but it's one of the oldest churches in Rome. So a few interesting things about the church. It has these amazing wooden doors, so doors that are 1,500 years old. And what's really interesting about the doors, so they're beautifully carved. It's this great cypress wood. Um, and it has different biblical scenes in each panel on the door. And one of the panels has the crucifixion. And, you know, to us today, it's like, oh, big deal, it's crucifixion, we see it all the time. Back then, that was something completely new. No one had ever put the crucifixion in art before. So this was the very first depiction, or at least the earliest surviving depiction of Christ's crucifixion. So. That's uh, one of the big things that people come to see at this church. Uh, also, the church is very popular for weddings because it's this big open space and has these beautiful alabaster windows that lets the light in. And so it's kind of a, a simple church for Rome. I mean, it always seems crazy to call a church in Rome simple, but as far as churches of Rome are concerned, it's not over the top with statues, things by Michelangelo, Bernini, nothing like that. It's just a very simple Roman basilica. There are several saints buried here, several popes are buried here. Of course, Santa Sabina is buried here. Another very significant thing about this church, though, was that in the 1200s, Dominic, you guys know Saint Dominic? Well, this is where he lived, and this is where he established his order, the Dominicans. So this church has ties to the Dominicans. It's still run by the Dominicans to this day, um, but this was the very first Dominican church. Um, and in fact, when he lived here, he planted an orange tree. And so now there's a whole orange grove outside the church from trees that descend from the tree that Dominic planted. Um, and as I mentioned, every year the Pope comes to this church on Ash Wednesday to distribute ashes. And a little fun fact about Ash Wednesday in Rome um, and some other parts of it in Europe as well, but they don't do the ash cross on the head. Instead, they sprinkle on the top. So they sprinkle on your hair. So that's kind of a, an interesting thing to see in Rome. Um, and then if you do see somebody walking around with a big black cross on their head, it usually means that they went to an American mass here in the city because the Italians, they have no idea what that is. They don't know why people are walking with big black crosses on their head because they get sprinkled. So anyway, that is our very first episode of the Catholic Traveler podcast. We'll call it the Rome edition. And so I hope you enjoy it. 
I hope you feel like you're with me as we do this little Lenten pilgrimage around Rome to the different churches. And that's it. Thanks for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Ciao.